This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Like music news. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Alrighty then. Shania Twain is not wearing any new outfits on stage on her current tour. Cool. She searched her closet for things she's worn in the past and she's given them a second life. Stars, they're just like us. I guess she's been pulling stuff out of the vault on her Queen of Me tour. And yeah, she's got a TikTok out herself going through her closet, pulling out different outfits and saying that everything for this tour is reimagined. That's kind of a clever way of I think it's cool. presenting. And but, she didn't get them redone. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just so it's not an intentional, all right, it's a throwback to all of my previous tours and now we're remaking all of those outfits one more time. It's just going into the closet and grabbing it. Yeah. She said I've got way too many things I'm never going to wear again and I just couldn't deal with that. And so she said Give him a second life, everybody. All those leopard print outfits. Remember that video? You probably don't. Is that from Feel Like a Woman? Man! Feel like a woman. I don't know if it's that one. I don't know. Oh, no. Maybe it's... uh, Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. That don't impress me much. Yeah. Seriously, she had like two albums. Wait, she had the... The first one, I don't even count. But when Mutt Lang kind of... Gave her career new life. It was The Woman and Me. What came before that, Mike? The Woman and Me. Then there was uh, Come On Over was the next Come one. Come On Over. That was a great one. Yep. And there was one before that. You're, uh, yeah. it was. I think it was just her like in a field. It was prior to like the hit. The Woman and Me was 95. That was the... F- oh, sorry. No, you're right. That is uh, just Shania Twain. It was a self-titled album. Yep. In 93. Nobody knows about Nobody that. Nobody knows about that at all. Then The Woman and Me. Then Come On Over. See, now when you guys say Come On Over... I have to tell you, there a Shania Twain song does not come to my mind at all. A Christina Aguilera song comes to my mind. Come oh, okay. on over, come on over, baby. Yeah, come yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on over, baby. Anyway, the yeah, point you know. is, all you need you know. is two good albums. Yep, kids, if and you're you could be filthy rich. Two good albums—that's all it takes. I think it'd be fun to be rich. <laughs> Just like, what do we do? Where? How much money do we have over there? Right. Fun. We were talking about the Forbes list of the self-made women billionaire list. And, you know, good problem to have when you're Oprah and you got two and a half billion dollars. Yeah. Or Rihanna and you got $1.2 billion. 
with what is it with much success comes much, much responsibility. responsibility to whom much is given much is required that's right thank you god <laughs> oh, anyway gosh. um hey i came across this uh this headline how not to get how to not get scammed when buying concert tickets on social media oh yeah that seems ripe for scamming it does right uh, so if you're looking to hit up a concert or two, here are five ways to protect yourself from ticket scammers because they are out there. Okay. Uh, use PayPal goods and services to pay. It keeps your financial information secure and it monitors the transaction and offers dispute resolution and fraud prevention. And you would be eligible for a refund if you don't receive the tickets or if they're fake. Okay. So that's one way to do it. PayPal goods and services. Uh, If the seller seeks you out, probably not legit. If it seems too good to be true, in other words. Yeah. It probably is. Uh, Ask the seller to forward the original purchase confirmation. Because someone who legitimately purchased tickets on Ticketmaster or StubHub, etc., they will be able to forward you a confirmation email. Okay. Do research for the person's account name. Yeah, you always got to look into that. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, figure out who who this. And don't send any money until you've received the real tickets. There you go. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, Donna. That was good. That was helpful. Thanks, Steve. Now another story about Jelly Roll, a person whose name I had never said or knew who the person was until two weeks ago, but now Jelly Roll keeps coming up. And so I He's read really it and I'm good. Like, oh, I like his stuff. Uh, Billboard just did a big interview with him where he talked about his life as a convicted felon. He had recently told Joe Rogan, we mentioned this, that it cost him his dream house because there was a gated community that would not let him inside of the gates. Oddly, ironically, because he had spent time inside of gates. Right. In prison. Right. He does a lot of charity work now. Tries to keep kids from making the same mistakes that he did when he was young. That's awesome. And he told Billboard that he wants to be a guidepost of hope for people to know that losers can win. That who you were isn't who you are. I think there's a lot of great stuff in that. He said it'd be great if that work that he's doing eventually earned him a pardon so that he wouldn't be a convicted felon anymore. Could be rinsed from the record. He said it would change his whole life, but he would only accept the pardon if it came with a change in policy for juveniles who are locked up. He said, maybe we're disciplining an age group that should be rehabilitated instead. Here's a new album out today. It's called Wit Sit Chapel. What, what, Chapel? Wit Sit. Actually. Wit Sit. Why don't you try spelling Wit Sit Chapel? Wit Sit is one word. Um, okay. Did we get a winner at the Scripps Spelling Bee? I'm hoping. Still going? Uh, I'm just going to say it's the word wit and the word sit together. You are so close, but I'm going to have to... Ding. Oh. You? Yeah. Where'd my bell go? I don't know. I had an actual bell over here. It's over there. There you go. What it's doing over there? Donna, stop it! We had a moment of panic this morning. Your tuna melt is ready. Oh. Right before the game show, the complete system yeah. back here oh, shut down right. on us. So, so we need a backup sound effect? I pulled up the uh, timer on my iPhone while Lex grabbed the, the, the oh, bell over geez. there, and we were all ready to do it. Wow. Old school way. 
You know who this jelly, how do you spell it, by the way? W-H-I-T-S-I-T. Got it. T. There's two T's at the end. So Jelly Roll kind of reminds me of a country version of DJ Khaled. Another one. We the best music. Why are you looking at me weird? <laughs> I don't know. because I... That's his thing. Mm-hmm. Another okay. one. Sorry, I blew up. Anyway, doesn't he? Because he's kind of like, you know, a little bit of a, a preacher. A little bit of a... Uh... You know who he kind of looks like, too? Before the guy from Mike and Molly lost weight... What? Well, I'm telling you. What? He there look. he does. I'm looking at a picture right now. What's that guy's name? He's very funny. He's Mike. from Pittsburgh. Oh gosh. Forgetting it now. But he's the guy who played Mike and Mike and Molly. And now he he had gastric bypass and he's Yeah. Billy Gardel? Billy yes. Gardell. Gardel, that's it. Sorry. Yes. That's who he looks like. I don't see it, Donna, but thank no. you for sharing. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> Donna, look at this picture. Look. Oh right. Yeah, I don't see it. I'm although, sorry. Although, 11 minutes ago during a commercial break, talking to herself per usual, <laughs> she said, I just feel like I can't see anything. I did. And I was like, oh, I got to call someone. That. I know. I just, everything's like dark and dreary and maybe that's poorly why, lit. Maybe why you can't see anything. Four, okay. 14-year-old Dev Shaw, winner of the script's spelling bee. Dev! Dev! That's my Aww. son's name. That's so sweet. All right, Dev Shaw in the building. I gotta go. When we return, we have more fun coming your way. There is a list of uh, actors that people just don't really like. And we'll tell you the actor that Donna wrote, and I quote, blank, blank, seems (laughs) like a cult leader, just saying. (laughs) Find out who. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey friends, what's up? It's Stevie Boy for my buddies. Uh, Donna, could you please? For my friends over at the Canopy Group, they do all sorts of great things like saving people tons of money. Are you going into this weekend thinking, man, it'd be nice if we had a little extra cash? Well, oftentimes you have bills that are just like auto and you don't realize, wow, that's that much? When did it get to be that much? And chief among them perhaps could be your homeowner's insurance, your auto insurance. You kind of set it and then guess what? You probably don't want to deal with it. So you just leave it, right? You leave it and you're like, all right, Screw it. If I'm losing money on it, whatever. I just don't want to deal with it again. Well, let the Canopy Group deal with it for you. Go to thecanopygroup.com. Click get a quote. And when you do that, their team of 40 specialists start to work on your behalf. And then they take your situation and they spin it out to their 16 different insurance companies that they partner with and say, who can help this person? They do all the work. They start fighting it out for your business. And they want to get you the best coverage at the best price. When you get options, that's how you save. And that's how you get more money back in your pocket. Start today. Thecanopygroup.com. That's thecanopygroup.com. Thank you for listening. I just got to tell you guys. Oh, gosh. I don't know what you're talking about. Yesterday at the end of the show, Donna deep teased to the end of the show today. She said, hey, coming up tomorrow at 1150, I'm going to tell you how old your dog actually is. So just let me tell you. So we have stories that are in our, our outline and we read the stories. And so we know each other's stories. We're ready to talk about them, blah, blah, blah. Donna, so Donna, during the commercial breaks, she's looking down at these papers She's trying to figure out, and she's like, how old is your dog? Okay. 
and she's all all working ahead to this this segment, which has now been bumped up because yes. of anticipation to eleven thirty. <laughs> we couldn't wait a full twenty four hours, but right before we came back on the air, Mike, still I promise you, talking about this dog age story. Okay, right as we're coming back, five seconds before you hear her say good morning, she says, "Hey, does your calculator have an in function?" <laughs> I don't know how in-depth this stuff is about to get, but girlfriend is putting in the work yeah, on this story. Because I'm... Because you care. I'm interested in it. And I don't even have a dog. I just find it very interesting that this old formula that everyone thinks is dog's actual age times seven is their human age. That's not how it works. Donna told me that my dog was a very different age than I believe my dog to be. Yeah. So died. don't tell it yet, because then we just... He's 49. Donna! <laughs> He's 49. Thank He's you. three. He's, He's hardly even three. He's older than you are right now. So what are you telling me? Uh, we you can't get into it. this. No, save it. Coming up at 11.15 this morning. Which celebrity did Donna say, she wrote this down this morning, blank, blank, seems like a cult leader, just saying. <laughs> We gave that to you before the break, and if you guessed... Jared Leto. You would be correct. Unpack that, Now, I want to say, so there's a list of 20 actors that people can't stand. I love Jared Leto. I think he's a great actor. I think he's very sweet. He loves his mama. He's pretty. I just look... I just, looking at him, he seems like the kind of guy that can convince people to do things. Because of the eyes. Maybe. Peacefulness. I would fall for whatever he's selling, probably. He Yes, he's very peaceful. You know, the long, he just straight seems, hair. Yes, those piercing blue eyes. Yeah. Yeah, he's very culty. <laughs> Seemingly culty. Anyway, anybody agree? I get what you mean, because he has a Messiah-like look about yes. him. <laughs> As the paintings of Jesus were for all those years. It's just, you know, yes. like a white guy with long brown hair and blue eyes. Right. By the way, probably not accurate at all. Probably. But he looks like that. I think that's why we see him. I, every time I see him, I think, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. He's just kind of like, he just seems like, yeah, man. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sure, no problem, man. Oh, yeah. I could see you absolutely... <laughs> Just turning coat on us and just Jared Leto meets with you one time and you're like, you know what? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
I feel like radio is kind of not my thing anymore because right. this is a big planet. Like if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Anyway, other people on the list. Jared Leto is on the list, by the way, of actors people can't stand. Uh, you want to take a shot at anybody? Did you look at the list? I, I am looking at the list. Um, wow. Andy Dick is at the top of the list. Yeah, well, that's well, understandable. It's, it's in no particular order. I mean, it's but it's he's he's in the list. Yeah. Steven Seagal. Absolutely. I mean, he looks like he's, he, about four minutes in your conversation, he's going to say, let me show you how I can put you in an arm bar right now. Yeah. And he's going to be wearing a robe, you know? Yeah. (laughs) We, we had a Steven Seagal show that was on reels when I was working there. Oh yeah. What was it called again? I don't know. Uh, No, I'm going to, I'm going to look it up. But it came on and we had to do like specials for it. And there was a special that one of my uh, colleagues had to front. She was hosting it in studio, and they put her in like this leather jacket so that she would look tough because she was talking about Steven Seagal. And we would watch some of the clips, and they were. <sighs> was it the lawman? It was. <laughs> there, there was just it was not an acting how to. We were looking at some of the footage. I and just thought, wow, this is hey, but for some people. Flavors of ice cream, friends, That's right. and some people like their ice cream in a ponytail. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh. oh, Steve. <laughs> Here's a surprising name on the list of celebrities we can't stand. MSN.com did this list. Kevin Hart. I don't buy this. Many movie goers aren't Kevin Hart fans due to his ability only to perform one character, but I would argue people love that character. Same. Okay, so I'm going to throw someone on the list. Tracy Morgan. Same thing sure. for me. I just, I don't get it. Yeah. It, it just seems very one trick pony ish. Yeah. To I, me. I understand. Thanks, Steve. You're you welcome, Donna. Me. I do. Will Smith is on the list. Yeah. They say he comes off as someone who will do anything for fame, no matter who he hurts. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. James Franco. Yeah, I you he know had, yeah. I do you, you don't like him? Well, no, he had some stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah a lot of these people have had some stuff come out. Icky recently stuff. That Woody Icky, Allen's yeah. on the list. Yeah. If you're gonna throw Kevin Hart on for that, Hart on the list for that, you think uh, Kevin James should also have to be on the list because he's the same character in basically everything he yeah, does too. You're right. If, if you're gonna, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's why point. I don't necessarily agree with Kevin Hart. But yeah, I don't either. I I I'm okay with. There are some actors who are character actors, right? They really just turn into something True. different. And there are others who it's like, oh, I largely always see that person. Like Denzel Washington is a an incredible actor. Yeah. And I always feel like I sort of see the same Denzel and I love it and I mm-hmm. wait for it. And I want him to deliver a line a certain way with all the gravitas that he has. Gravitas. Yeah. You know what he was really good in that movie about the the drunk pilot? Yep, I almost called it upside down because he flies the plane upside down. Hang on, let's see if we can get it. Nobody tell us. A few years ago, landed a plane upside down. I'm not even going to try. Give us a hint, Mike. Starts with an F, it's one word. Flight. Yep. I win! So good. So good. Hey, you didn't choose another one word, F word. It's our final (laughs) day of hip-hop. Yes, it is. 651-641-1071. You can call now. You can play the game. We're going to clap. The game is next. 
guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm-hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my mental questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience around you? Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by Tria. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit Tria.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by Tria. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Yes, so we're going to find out which uh, two of you are smarter when it comes to hip-hop music of a certain decade. Now, remember when this week started and I was like, Donna, you just need to find a way to get one win. If you get one win, at worst, you're going to be tied after the end of the week. Yes. It's gone differently. Very differently. Yes. You have just been crushing it. Thanks to some help of some great mind talkers. You now lead 60 to 57. Yes! And if people really believe in wanting to support the underdog, there is no greater day than now. If not us, who? If not now, when? Hmm. Who's on the line? Oh, we've got Alan on the line, which I think I know where that's going to go. Alan, get over here. You're my freaking best friend, and I miss you. How are you? Oh, where is he? Oh, sorry, Alan. There hey, Alan. Sorry. How are you, man? Oh, doing good. Doing good. Dude, what's the uh, what's the delivery schedule like? Alan is a delivery driver. For those who don't know, he if you get packages at your door, it could be Alan who's dropping them off. You had to lift anything heavy recently? So many today, but it's funny you say that because um, I've actually run into a couple of my talkers on my route. Nice. How did you determine that they were my talkers? Well, they actually determined through hearing it on the way because I play you guys. Uh, really loudly when I'm driving, so I can hear it when I run to the house. Still, oh, so that's that so means cool. they can hear it too. And oh, oh, that's, that's awesome! awesome. I'm like, yeah, that's my talk. Oh, that's very fun. Love it. Hello, Cottage Grove, <laughs> wherever we are right now. Hello. Uh, well, with that, it's the final day of hip hop. It's time for you to pick a side. You can team up with me, or you can team up with Donna. What say you? I say Steve, host of my tick. 107.1. Yeah, that's right. We were just, I was just talking about tips with Donna right before. All right. And Here we uh, go. I don't think it mattered because Alan was going to go that route anyway, but Moving. 70s, by the way. 70s hip hop. Two, three, Interesting. Oh, oh, let's get it. This is uh, the, the birth. Uh, this is going to be tricky. All right. So we got 70s on, and before Donna. for this final decade. All right. Donna. Hey, go grab us um, a couple gummy bears, maybe. Oh, she looks dejected. Oh, oh man. Hey, like I said, she had one goal this week, and she uh, blew well, it out of the water. And so. if she's got just heads up a shot at any decade, this this could be a real sweet spot. So to be fair, I think you did just as well in country music week as she did in this one. And again, it was all thanks to the My Talkers. Okay, so, yeah, that's yeah. true. You're right, Mike. You're yep. right. Yep. So let's get it started here. Uh, Steve, you ready to go? Ready. 
All right. After crushing the 60s with his Motown sound, Marvin Gaye got away from it in the early 70s, including this second number one hit in 1973. It was a suggestive and seductive song. Let's get it on. Marvin Gaye's first number one was I Heard It Through the Grapevine. Even though it was recorded by him first, this Atlanta, Georgia family group released it the year before and got all the way to number two. I think that's The Temptations. This first rap single to become a top 40 song was the 1979 hit of the Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah, hip hop, hip to the hip, hip hop, you don't stop. Uh, rapper's Delight. Um, go back to any of them. Uh, uh, after crushing the 60s with his Motown sound, Marvin Gaye got away from it in the 70s. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. Alan, I'm going to bring you back up here. You there, Alan? I'm here. All right. So, how'd you feel like Steve did? I, You guys were kind of choppy. I- I'll read through it with you here then, Alan. We'll go through the first one. After crushing the 60s with his Motown sound, Marvin Gaye got away from it in the early 70s, including this number or the second number one hit in 1973 with this suggestive and seductive song. What did Steve say? Steve said, let's get it on. I agree. All right, the next one was Marvin Gaye's first number one hit was I Heard It Through the Grapevine. Even though he recorded it first, this Atlanta, Georgia family group released it the year before and got to number two. He said... I said the, the temptations. temptations. I think it's Gladys Knight and the Pips. Okay, you're going to switch it to that? Yes. All right, and then the final one. The first rap single to become a top 40 song was this 1979 hit by the Sugar Hill Gang. Steve said, Rapper's Delight. I concur. All right. All right Donna. Put Alan on hold. We'll bring Donna back in here. Come on in, Donna. Oh, she found Mike and Ice. Oh, where'd you get these? I brought them in. Did you? Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's fun. <laughs> um, You're such a simp. How'd it go? It went well. It did not. Woo! Okay, I'm ready. Are you ready to do this? Let's do it. All right, let's get it started again. This is uh, hip-hop and R&B of the 70s and before. We will get it going with this one. After crushing the 60s with his Motown sound, Marvin Gaye got away from it in the early 70s, including his second number one hit in 1973. It was a suggestive and seductive song. It, oh, it's either Let's Get It On or Sexual Healing. What year? Uh, is it, uh, 1973. Let's say... Ah, let's get it on. Marvin Gaye's first number one hit was I Heard It Through the Grapevine. Even though he recorded it first, this Atlanta, Georgia family group released it the year before and got to number two. Atlanta family group. Uh, The the, 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 the pass. (laughs) The first rap single to become a top 40 song was this 1979 hit from the Sugar Hill Gang. It was called Rapper's Delight. And the second one I'm going to say... Two seconds. No answer. Shoot. All righty. And yeah. that first one you did go with, let's get it on, right? Is yes, that what you I decided did. on? Okay. I did. We're going to go, uh, we'll start right there. After crushing the 60s with his Motown song, Marvin Gaye got away from it in the early 70s, including that number, or second number one hit for him, 1973's Seductive and Suggestive, Let's Get It On. Yeah. Nicely done. Yeah. yeah. We both nailed that Donna. one. Congratulations. Very good. The first rap single to become a top 40 song was this 1979 hit by the Sugar Hill Gang. And, of course, that song is Rapper's Delight. And uh, we'll move on to the third one. It's going to all come down to this potentially, or we'll go to a tiebreaker. We'll find out. Marvin Gaye's first number one hit was I Heard It Through the Grapevine. Even though he recorded it first, this Atlanta, 
Georgia Family Group. Pointer re- Sisters! Released it the year before, and it got to number two. Donna couldn't come up with an answer. Steve said The Temptations. Good one. Alan changed that answer to Gladys Knight and the Pips. Damn it. Which That's is the correct right. answer. Yeah. Nice job, Alan. Yeah. Nice job, Alan. Way to go, Alan. <sighs> yeah, sweet feeling of success. Yeah, Alan's like, I do what I can when I do it. Yeah, I man. do what I can do when I do it. Hey, you know, Alan's, um, Alan's beefing up. He's hitting the gym. Ain't that right, Alan? Oh, you already know. Bruh, come on, dude. <laughs> You getting that creatine? What's happening? You do some pre-workout? What are you doing? Creatine, BCAAs, amino acids, all the wheat protein, everything. Oh, bro. Just get out there. Listen, we support you. I have a question for you, Steve. Absolutely. I can't remember what you guys were talking about, but it was, uh, you you coined some sort of a term, every kiss begins with May. Did I do that? Because I remember what were we, we were doing a play on the K Jewelers thing, which is every kiss begins with K. Huh? What did I say? Maybe a listener will know. You, listeners have really like steel trap minds sometimes. Did I make a saying that was a play off of that? Every kiss begins with May. Yeah, something about horses and jewelry. Every kiss begins with hey. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Would it be nay? Nay. Is Every good. kiss begins with nay. If you're a horse. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, oh you said sorry. nay. Oh. Oh, I thought you said may. I did too. Oh, no, not may. Nay. Oh. It's going to be my. <laughs> Rise of rights. <laughs> Every kiss begins with nay. Well, listen, you just won to nay, and we're happy for you. We support you. Stay on the line. Mike's going to get your information. All right. Sounds good. We love you. And I'm Donna Valentine. Donna, listen, Time what I'm. Donna. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show. You leave Donna out of the conversation for all of 20 seconds. Suddenly she gets frustrated. He's my yoked bro, Donna. I have to have an outlet on the show to talk lifting with somebody. I need like 30 seconds of show to just talk about lifting. What happened to our buddy who um, Amy ran into? Our tow truck driver. Was that Dell? Nope. You sure? Nope. I'll think off the air, okay? In the meantime, I would like to give you a tip because it is National Donut Day. Happy National Donut Day. Where's our freaking donuts? Honest to goodness. It's probably probably someone on the anti-sugar campaign in the building was like, we can't bring donuts in. Bradley! Uh, okay, so there's some deals. Krispy Kreme is offering one free donut to everyone today. No purchase necessary. Just stop in and you can get one. Dunkin' is giving out one free donut if you buy a drink. Oh, wow. Mm, Boy, we go have... get a coffee there from Dunkin'. That's great. We yeah. do have some Dunkin's here. Do we have duck donuts? Duck donuts? Yeah. I don't know. Um, Taco Bell has a donut deal if you order through any of the big delivery apps. And spend $20, they'll throw in a two-pack of their Cinnamon Delights. We do have duck donuts. That's our friend yeah. who works at the donut yes, shop out in Woodbury. Thought. Okay, yeah. yeah, those are good. Yeah, I said Woodbury. I went Hardbury instead of Berry. It's fine. I don't care. I like to mix it up. I get nervous sometimes when I say it. It's Berry, though. It'd be like you, you would bury a body. You wouldn't bury a body. It's Woodbury. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Good way of looking at it like that, yeah. Thanks. Rosemont? 
That's I like to avoid saying that at all. I always just if I have to choose a rose, I just go to Roseville. Okay. I think it's uh, I say Rosemount. I do not. You say Rosemont. Yes, I do. Even though I think there's a U back there, isn't there? Sure is. Uh, then that's pronounced yeah. Mount, Donna. You got to pronounce it like the locals. Do they say Rosemont? I think so. I think they do. They say Rosemont. Called a football game there before. I'm pretty sure it's Rosemont. Yep. Really? Okay. I asked yeah. specifically. Yeah. Huh. It's not yeah. Wayzata. It's not Wayzata, even though. First episode, I believe, of Beverly Hills 90210, they they call it Wayzata. <gasps> they mispronounce it because oh, no. they, they had moved to Beverly Hills from right. Minnesota. From St. Paul, yeah. And they butcher some local town name wow. here in Minnesota. I think it's Wayzata. All right. Good to know. Bye. Uh, also, Nicolette, not Nicolette. Oh, My yes. Hometown. Really? Yeah. Oh, Southern sure. Minnesota, there's actually a town called Nicolette. Really? Interesting. About also, 900 people. I used to always say Colleen. I had a cousin, Colleen. But then in Minnesota... They say Colleen. They say Colleen. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I say Colleen. Call. wonder what they say, as in the Colleen slash Colleen's of this world. We'll get her on the horn. We got to go. We when ran out of time. And we come back. Oh, this is really interesting. I was reading an, uh, an article with um, Rhea Perlman. I'm going to tell you the latest on her relationship with Danny DeVito. Okay. All right. We'll get to that and more when we come right back on my talk. Appreciate you listening. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Hey guys. Everything entertainment. That's Steve. We got the big Z with us as well. Honk honk. Hey, uh, <laughs> we, we have a Danny DeVito, Rhea Perlman story that got Donna's attention, which we'll get to here in a moment. Just keep you updated with everything that happens here live during commercial breaks as well. Amy Daniels just busted into the office or into the studio. And she said, uh, showed me a cup. Inside of the cup, no water, but a tick. Ooh. She said she was talking to Brooke just now. Mm -hmm. Reached back, itched her neck. On her finger is a tick. And this is, we're just a week or so removed from me being attacked by a tick live on the air, live on the show. You had a tick that you had to pull out of your stomach. Oh, God. Just a few days ago. I'm sorry, everybody. And so we're just saying it's the... Year of the tick. It's a My Talk tick over. My Tick 1071. <laughs> it's all happening right now. So we don't know what to tell you, but just look around and check yourself and check your friends. Check your neighbors. That's not out of line. If you go up to your neighbor's house, knock on that door in the evening sometime after dinner, <laughs> and say, listen, you look at me, I care about you. Come here. I'm going to check you. Run your fingers through their hair. I love getting my hair checked for ticks because that feels good when people run their fingers through your hair. It does. That's an objective fact. I'll leave the rest of the segment to you. Thank you. <laughs> that is so I know someone. <laughs> I'm not going to use any names here, but I know someone okay. who had to. No. Did I already say this? I hope not. They had a tick that they no. had to remove from a, a uh, uh, a one region of, the, of, one of their kids' mm. regions. No. As the kids used to say, Donna, where the sun don't shine. Right. Can oh, you imagine? That's... And the tick head. Yeah, I think about it all the time. Anytime you. Locked in. Uh, anytime I feel like any kind of little pinch or anything, I'm like, I have a tick. <laughs> oh I'm surprised you didn't make a bigger deal about having the tick because you, you very casually said during the show the other day, yeah, it was on my stomach. And I really had to like work to get that thing out, which means the tick had already. <laughs> 
said, okay, this will be home now, and sunk its tick teeth into you. Okay. You very casually move past that. Because it's disgusting to talk about. But it's relatable. Everyone's being attacked by ticks right now. Yeah, you can't even mow your lawn. You know, oh, here's a tip. Can I give you a tip? Tick tip. Um, Tape. So let's say you're working out in the yard. I think Des told us this um, the other day. Put tape. I, I did it, but I did it wrong. You want to tape, like your, say, your ankles, but you want the sticky side out. Did you, did you have the sticky side in? I sure did. <laughs> I was like, I don't really know what this is doing. Hope your legs were shaved. <laughs> they are now. Otherwise, yes, that's going to be painful. Yeah, I just took scissors and cut <laughs> okay. it off. Yeah, um, you want the sticky side facing out so that if a tick were to be in the long grass, whatever, in the woods, it goes up your shoe and then it gets stuck on the tape on your ankle. Right. But, Donna, at what point did you realize you had done it incorrectly? Um, when somebody said, oh, yeah, I would probably do it the other way. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so dumb. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, Rhea Perlman is opening up about her close relationship with her ex, Danny DeVito. This is so fascinating to me. She said, we're still married. She confirmed that on um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus's uh, Wiser Than Me podcast. And she said, we're actually still very good friends and we see each other a lot. And our family is still the most important thing to both of us. So they began dating in 1971. They got married in 1982. They have three adult children together. And... But they announced their separation in October of 2012 after 30 years of marriage and over 40 years of being together. So that was in 2012. Then they reconciled in 2013 and separated again in 2017. And she said, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was difficult. Um, You know, it was a big shift in her life. Um, And in the, the dynamic she had with Danny DeVito following their breakup. She said it was difficult at first. There were a lot of lessons. Um, There were a lot of reasons we separated, which she wouldn't go into. And she said it took a long time for us to somehow get to a pretty decent understanding and to have a relationship. I just think it's so interesting that they're staying married, but they're not together. Although, did you hear that she said this? She said this. He loves to work. I like to work. Right. But I don't think I would would have ever given up my relationship for it, and I didn't, which so feels like it cryptic. implies. Yeah. Yeah. She said um, she, she says unless someone really, really wonderful, rich and famous and gorgeous comes along, or because Julia Louis-Dreyfus was like, hey, let me set you up. And she's like, yeah, I don't She also don't said Anne so. a lot younger than me. Right. Rhea Perlman, the new Al Pacino question? Uh, <laughs> I just, that makes me happy but sad. Yeah, it's interesting that they are married. Like, you realize how confusing even the setup to the story is? And yes. I get it. That's how people says it, too. Yeah. Rhea Perlman opens up about her ex, Danny DeVito, who she's still married to. Right. And it doesn't sound like they're actively seeking a divorce. Right. You know? Interesting. I spoke with them at a premiere years ago, and I remember how <clears throat> sorry, drop that. Um, how exciting it was when I saw them together, and it was only my maybe second 
premiere, third premiere, the red carpet that I was ever at, and I was just like, oh my gosh, I was like, holy crap, that's them. What are these people real? They just walk around yeah. here? <laughs> Look at this. And they were both very nice and very fun and very tiny. Yeah. Just little bite size. Really they nice. were, I really thought they were such a cute couple. I know, Donna. I know. I'm sorry. Okay, but you know, they're keeping the family intact without sleeping in the same bed. Right? Yeah. They're, they're, I don't know what else has happened in all their behind the scenes. I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a mix of sad and you're happy to hear that they're not at each other's throats. Correct. You know? Yeah. Just, you know. Kind of an interesting relationship. I was given a pair of pants when I was working on Ring Nation by the wardrobe consultant. And she said, I was like, wow, I really like these. They had an elastic band, but they look like blue slacks. I said, I really like these. If we can get another one of these, these are great. And she said, you know, you know who else likes those? Danny DeVito. <laughs> she said, I, I've, I've wardrobed him before and he really likes those. So then we always called them the double D's. She'd say, hey, put your double D's on the Danny DeVito's. Cute. Or, wait, so wait, they had an elastic waist? Yes. Really nice. But they didn't look like they had an elastic Not even a little bit. They look like dress pants everywhere but the waist. I want to see these. Happy likey. All righty. We take a breaky.